0: friends and foes. Welcome to Brushwick Podcast. My name is Stephanie Scott, and today we're talking about my art goals for 2023. Each year for the last 15 years, I have written out goals for myself for my life. How to improve my health, how to improve my art business, how to improve my skills, my hobbies. Everything has its own category. And in the last episode, I went over how my goals for 2022... Compared to the reality of the year. In this episode, I want to talk about my goals for next year. This year, I'm adding a category to my list. I have 10 categories of goals. I thought, you know, what better way to keep accountable for them than to tell you about them here on the podcast? Accountability is interesting. When you tell someone your goals or in my case, an audience (laughs) about your goals, you are much, much more likely to actually have them become reality. Before we dive into the goals themselves, I wanna talk about how I approach my goals and how I look at them throughout the year. Once a year around November, December, I think of all the things I want to do in the new year. I write them out in my journal and I visualize what my life will look like once I have accomplished them. For example, a yearly goal of mine is to read about 50 books in a year. I then will think about all the kinds of books that are attractive to me right now. In 2022, I was really into reading romance and fantasy books. I read many of them, almost 60 of them, and they kept me going through times that were kind of tough. For 2023, I want to read more art theory books and continue with the fantasy novels and a couple of romance here and there, as they are quite fun to me. After I have kind of written down the goal and thought about specifics for the goal... I then have a little meditation on what it will feel like to have read those 50 books by December of the next year. I think about the new concepts I will have learned, the joy I will have felt while reading the books, the conversations I'll be able to have with my fellow book lovers. Doing a visualization gives me some energy to pursue the goal and the clarity of what it will feel like to have accomplished it. I do this with every single goal I write down. Some are simple, like reading books, and others are more complex or vague. I make it work then part three of this is i will then take the goal and look at my yearly calendar when am i going to allocate time for that goal do i set aside time each month for reading each week daily reading for me is the way i relax so i set some time in my calendar to reach each day usually after dinner it's about 30 minutes and it's simply labeled reading time with goals like this, it's not a big deal if I need to cancel reading one day or if I don't get to my books for, say, a whole week. But the fact that I'm setting intention to read daily in my life, it's a wonderful way to achieve that big of a goal of reading 50 books in a year. Now, some goals like this, <laughs> I've, I am like pros at. Because I've done this for so long, I've read 50 books a year for the past seven years or so. I usually read 50 books by early... November, usually around October. A month and a half early is pretty typical. So so sometimes the goals you have are going to require you to set up bigger support systems. If we continue with this reading goal example, my additional supports are two book clubs I have set up. I have my art book club for the podcast and also for Twitch. And then I have a second book club that I do with a few friends. Each month, I read two books for the book clubs I'm in. That's 24 books a year that I'm going to have more support in reading since there are other people doing it with me. Something I've learned about myself throughout the years is that I'm highly motivated to do things if it's social, which is funny because I'm I'm an introvert. It's not that I get FOMO, fear of missing out, but it's if another person is there to do it with me, I get like I thrive. <laughs> I'm like 80% more likely to get it done. So I definitely utilize this for my goals. Okay, so to summarize, this is a four-part step. Number one is set the goal. The goal is read 50 books. Number two is visualize what it's like to accomplish the goal. For me, that's like thinking about what I'm going to feel like after I've read more art theory books and what I'm going to feel like in my daily having more relaxation, etc. Number three is set up when you are going to do the goal in one sitting task. I have 30 minutes a day for reading in my calendar. Number four is you set up supports to help you accomplish the goal. Two books a month for book club reading dates with my friends, etc. A lot of these goals I've set the ground for five plus years ago, they're habitual. I don't really need to set a goal for them, but they're easy to reach and I do like them because it keeps me clear as to what my priorities are. Okay, so now I like to break down my goals in categories. I've got 10 major categories and some of them have subcategories. Number one is health. Number two is rest. I've got my home, hobbies, my finance, I've got art, travel, family, friends, and my relationships. Those are 10 very distinct categories, and I have goals for every single one of them. If you're thinking about goal setting for yourself, feel free to use my, my categories as like a, a scaffold for your goals, but you're going to make categories that serve you. All right, shall we get into it? Should I tell you about my goals for 2023? All right, we're going to start with my health. One of my goals is to find and take a weekly class in yoga or another fitness slash sport that appeals to me. I've been considering taking a bar class or dance classes. My previous yoga studio that I had in 2020 closed down mid-year and it like really threw off my game. I was unable to find another yoga studio and honestly stopped looking. When I pay for classes, especially for like a fitness sort of thing, I am much more likely to go to it especially if it's, like, a per-class price. So that's my, one of my major goals for my health this year. And to visualize, this is kind of what I think about. I'm visualizing what I'm like in the class. I've got on a fun outfit. I'm feeling the strength in my arms. I'm feeling the strength in my body. I'm feeling the energy I have after my classes. I have a lot of fun in these weekly classes. I'm feeling strong and I'm pushing the limits of my body in a healthy way. I'm able to make new friends who have similar interests in learning this new skill with me. Another thing I want to do with my health is do yoga at home three times a week. I have already implemented this into my daily schedule here in December of 2022. I have a video series that I like to follow. I've got some YouTubers I like. I'm going to give you an example of one of them. Um, she's probably the most famous there on the internet. She is Yoga with Adrian. She's a free instructor. She's on YouTube. She has several 30-day video series. And a couple times a week, I will pick one and I'll just get to it. Usually it takes about 30 minutes. And it's, it's quite nice. I also have an app that has classes. But I prefer to do this while watching someone else. When I have this in my calendar, I like to do this midday before painting or after lunch. Okay, so my visualization. My body is ready for the work that I have ahead of me. I'm on the mat, I'm at home, it's quiet. My mind is clear for doing these things in the session and I'm away from all my other work. I look forward to getting onto the mat. I have creativity in my motion and flexibility I'm cultivating in my body And that will translate to other spaces in my life. It's a pretty nice visualization, right? I can't wait to feel like that. And by visualizing it, I'm ensuring that it happens. All right, so my next one is my, how I'm eating. When I think about health, I also think about food. I would like to add in eating out or getting takeout once every two weeks as a treat. I don't eat out very often. And I would like to plan it to be more of a fun, exciting thing instead of having it be like, oh, I have nothing in the fridge. I better order something, you know, I would like to meet for a friend for coffee once a week or tea time, whatever. (laughs) Again, keeping it social. I would like to continue to batch cook meals. So I always have something ready made in my freezer for when I have no energy to cook. This is a goal I implemented in 2022 and I want to continue with it. I want to keep healthy snacks on hand that bring me nutrition, not just satisfying a craving. So my visualization is this by eating out once a week or every two weeks, I'm socializing more regularly. Having tea with my family member or a friend keeps my mental health encouraged just as much as keeping my love for flavor alive by making sure I have ready-made meals in my freezer. I'm encouraging myself to eat well and stick to my budget. We're not overspending. We're not overeating. I take pride in the things that I make. And that includes food. Now the truth is, I feel like I don't cook very well. I, I make okay meals, but they're not super interesting. So another like, side goal for this year is to dig into my cookbook some more. To dig into videos on the internet about cooking and make that a, a more fun way of approaching food. You know? That's, that's my health goals for the year. So a new category I have for this year that I have implemented after discovering um, Nicole Baker last year is that I need to have rest be a major goal in my life, so much so that it's number two on my list. <laughs> With rest last year and many years before it, I I would feel guilty for taking time off. I would feel guilty for canceling something that I have to do in order just to chill, and i I don't like that feeling and I'm continuously combating it and trying to make rest a priority and a necessity. So my goal for this year is I will set aside time for rest every single day. Two days a week will be non-working days. And my visualization for this is rest brings me long-term health and happiness. By setting aside time for rest each day, I'm lengthening my life and enriching it. With rest, I produce better artwork and deeper relationships. I want those things. I want those things so much (laughs) and that's really important. So in my calendar, I have blocked out time every single day for rest. Now on my calendar, it just says rest, but in the reality of is I'll either pick a hobby or I'll take a nap or I'll watch something on the internet or whatever, but that is time that is dedicated to low energy tasks that bring me fulfillment in my rest. Okay, my third category is my home. I have a home that I've been trying to improve my decorations of, I've been trying to improve the flow and trying to eliminate areas of mess and therefore stress in the house. My main goals for this year are about redecoration. I would like to hang up some artwork that I haven't hung up on the walls yet, change things out. I would like to get a new door for my studio because it's falling apart. I want to reorganize my closet in a way that has a good system and it feels open. Sometimes I hang on to clothing for too long because it has sentimental value and I have trouble getting rid of it, even if I don't wear it ever. So that's that's a goal. And I want to have a nice jewelry box at some point this year. Something where I can have fewer tiny little dishes of earrings and necklaces and whatever and have it all consolidated to one place because right now when i look at my little tray that has my jewelry on it i it stresses me <laughs> and I, I don't switch out my jewelry because i don't know where things go my second goal for the home is i have some plants and a little backyard and i want to cultivate my garden i have some empty planters I have a lot of weeds starting to grow. It's winter right now, so nothing's happening. I want to plan better little moments around the garden. Maybe a little table and chairs for me to have coffee with Luke in the morning. Maybe another little bird feeder. (laughs) Planting a peony would be nice. I have a bunch of other little details that I'm not gonna say here, but that's something I really want to have in the new year. My visualization is this. I have a garden that's beautiful in each season. Being in it brings balance and happiness to everyone who enters it. In the dry season, I get to draw flowers. And in the rainy season, I get to admire the colors that come out. Working outside is fun and refreshing. The path to the studio is inviting and tells a story about what might be inside. People remark about how beautiful it is when they walk by. So that's, that's my idea for the garden. And I have time every week that I've planned into my calendar usually on one of my days off that i spend in the garden i've been implementing this new schedule since august of this year and it's been quite nice having a dedicated time just to work with the plants and you know touch touch some grass so to speak <laughs> my next category is my hobbies i have reading which i've already talked about i want to read 50 books for the year my visualization is i have time to read each day My book clubs are healthy and fun and socialized. They encourage community and a search for knowledge. I'm reading books about art, romance, and fantasy, and I feel a thrill for all the books I'll read in the future. My second hobby that I have that I really love is to read tarot cards. If you're not familiar with tarot cards, they are 72 images on cards like a playing deck, and you can tell stories with them. I haven't been into this hobby as much lately because I've been awfully distracted, (laughs) So for this goal, I want, to, I want to plan a time for this, maybe on the weekends. I think in the mornings, it's nice to do this with some tea instead of being on Instagram. So my goal for this is once a week, I want to play with the cards that I have. Reading cards brings me happiness and clarity to some of my problems. It deepens my intuition and attunes me to symbolism. Both of these things are good for my creative spirit. I have some other hobbies that I do that I feel like don't need to be on my goals list. And I feel like that's important when you're, setting, when you're setting your goals. I like to play games on my Switch. I like to watch Netflix with my boyfriend. I like to work on my cross-stitching and my other non-profitable creative interests. These aren't going to go on my goals list, but I have more than these two hobbies. <laughs> All right, the next category is my finance. I would like to start with my emergency savings. I would like to add $4,800 into my savings account by December of 2023. This means I need to put $400 a month into my savings, which is set up to happen automatically. In five years, I want to have $24,000 into savings. And this will be on track to happen if I'm not withdrawing money from that account. I'm visualizing having a large amount of savings to keep me out of a pinch when the rain comes. I'll be able to take care of problems as they come along and not stress about where the money will come from. In my vault savings account, I want to add $1,800 into the account by December of 2023. This is is $150 a month, which is also set up to happen automatically. The vault savings is for big ticket items 20 plus years down the line. By putting a little away each month now instead of big amounts when I can, I'm consistently working towards a long-term goal in a tangible way. $18,000 in 10 years is going to be very useful. $36,000 in 20 years is even more so. Having these two saving goals, one which is smaller than the other, but they're very distinctly different in their purpose, is going to give me a sort of financial security that I'm looking forward to having. And I'll honestly, once my savings gets to a certain point, I'll probably switch to investing the money. But I like having the goal. It's tangible. I can see it every time I check my bank account. We like to see it. With my budgeting for this year, I'm going to be honest, I was a little fast and loose with the budget. So I have a minor amount of credit card debt that I want to wrangle. I don't love having a credit card balance, but it's, it's what happens when you use one. My intention is to use my budget better. I have a weekly amount that I can spend that's outside of my normal regular bills and I need a better way to support myself in staying within the budget. So my goal for January of 2023 is to find a budgeting app that I really like. Right now, it's December of 2022, and I'm actually testing out two different ones. And I see some pros and I see some cons. I'm still figuring it out. To help me with this goal, the support system for this goal, is I'm implementing something I'm calling Finance Fridays into my my weeks. So every Friday, I spend 20 minutes keeping track of where my personal finance is. I'm visualizing that my budget is working for me, I'm on track with my savings, I have no credit card debt, and I'm feeling financial freedom that is well supported by my systems of spending. Having this budget gives me freedom, and I, I like it, I like it, right? By also having these finance Fridays where I'm looking into my accounts and my, my credit cards and whatever, I'm more able to make a plan for the future. When I don't look at my numbers regularly, it makes me apprehensive to go and look at them at all. Does, does this ever happen to you? <laughs> By having a time set aside each week, I'm better supporting myself into sticking with the budgets. We love to see it. All right, my next category is my art. My art goals have really expanded this year. I have goals for learning, goals for social media, goals for paintings, goals for Twitch, goals for my business. And I'm going to go through each subcategory here. Let's start with my favorite, which is just painting. In 2022, I made 23 paintings, something like that. Maybe a couple more by the end of this year. That's happening after I'm recording this. But I want to make 25 paintings in 2023. I'm visualizing having a new commission each month. I've got a big show in February and March that's boosting my career and allowing me new creative freedoms. The number of 25 is really arbitrary, but it's something that I've been consistently doing for the last couple of years. I'm actually expecting to make more than 25 paintings in 2023, as I'm hoping I'll have more time to spend on Twitch. For social media, for Twitch specifically, I want to do three art streams each week and one game stream on Sundays, aside from, you know, the art book club. My visualization is Twitch allows me to paint more impactfully. It's my greatest habit I've ever cultivated for the art business and needs to be reinstalled to my life. As of December, I've done uh, one stream and <laughs> and today's the sixth. And I, I had maybe one stream in November, two streams perhaps, and only a handful in October. I've gotten off of my habits and my daily rituals of streaming on Twitch or, you know, whatever platform I'm choosing to stream on. And it impacts my painting because in 2021, I associated painting with Twitch and very rarely painted outside of it. So when I don't stream, I'm not painting. And that's a problem because my job is to paint. (laughs) You know how it is? (laughs) A new category for this year is my podcast, Brushwork. I want to have, as my big goal for the podcast this year, is to have a new podcast every week this year. I want to have 52 new episodes. I want to have a guest on each month as well as the Art Book Club episodes. I also have a smaller goal, which is I want to be on three other people's podcasts. So how I'm scheduling this is that on Mondays, that's my time to record my podcast. On Tuesdays, the podcast gets launched. And on Wednesdays, I do editing. In order to get on three other people's podcasts, I need to talk to other people who have them. So I'm making a section in my calendar once every few months to reach out to specific podcasts. I'm going to eventually make a list of all the ones I think would be interesting to talk on and reach out to them. So we'll see if we get any yeses. So the next thing is my goal for my art business. I had this goal for last year and my strategy for it wasn't working. So I still have the goal again. I'm carrying it over because I still really want this. But my main business goal for my art is that I want to sell every single painting that I make in 2023 within 2023. This means I need a new sales strategy. I want to implement a new email marketing strategy and I want to have a new commissions page that's easy and here's a keyword fun to use. I want to take on a painting student that can come to my studio or I want to make an online course. And um, that's my three big goals. I have somewhat of an idea of what I'm going to do for email marketing, but I still need to research it more. It's something that there are, you know, thousands of YouTube videos on and there's lots of like free courses out there that I can take to help me learn how to do this more, um, you know, more effectively is the word I'm going for. So I have time on Thursday mornings where if I'm not out meeting a client, I've set aside an hour where I'm gonna spend that hour every single Thursday, learning about this and then implementing it. Eventually this hour will turn into, you know, creating such emails and making it work. But I've done a little bit of learning about emails and about how many times it takes for someone to look at your artwork before they want to buy it. And I'm like, "Mm, I gotta get better on the email game because I think it's gonna be really good. (laughs) My commission page, is what I'm going to call as website work. So every Monday I have a three-hour block where I work on my social media and also my website and a couple of other things that the general public consumes as my brand. I need a new commission page because the one I have now, it's, it's not quite as fun as I want it to be. It's not as bright as I want it to be. And it's still, I get many questions about it. So it's not as clear as I need it to be. So we're going to do a whole new refresh and I already have time set aside for that. And my visualization for it is that I'll get more commissions because it's easier to approach asking me for a painting than it was before. And I like that. And my clients will like that. (laughs) It's going to be great. I want to take on a painting student. I've been talking about this for the last year or so, but I feel like I have enough knowledge now that I can give some good knowledge away. That's why I made the podcast, right? I'm looking to take on one student first, maybe once a week, maybe once every two weeks. Someone who is interested in building their art skills. Not necessarily someone who's in high school, but an adult would be awesome. And um, if that's you and you want to learn about art from me, you should hit me up because I'm not sure about the (laughs) how yet, but I will figure it out. I still need to set a time aside every week to work on this. You'll notice that I like to take my goals and break them into a weekly schedule. And this keeps me on track of a seven day cycle in my life, right? And keeps the frequency of working on something nice and high. My alternative for this is to make an online course. I don't know what that would look like yet. I'm actually leaning more towards taking on a student, but having an online course would be, I think an, an interesting revenue stream for me, something different for my work. I need to ruminate on it more, but I think it'd be cool. And it would be a way of, you know, expanding the brand, but also expanding how I'm giving to other people around artwork and creativity. One of my other art goals is to take a class. I, want, I always love, speaking of students, I always love being a student. I love taking classes about types of arts that I don't normally do, you know, not painting. The last time I took an art class, was a still life painting class, which was really fun and challenging. And then before that I took a botanical drawing class, which I loved. So I wanna do something that's outside of my comfort zone and take take a class on a kind of art that I don't normally make. There's a couple of art academies nearby and there's some online courses I've been looking at. So I just gotta pick one. Having a class like that is gonna expand my capabilities as a painter. It's going to give me a wider range of seeing, of looking and thinking about art, and it keeps me interested in new concepts. So that's, that's the visualization for it. I also want to take a class that will support the business side of my artwork, probably a class on email marketing, if we're being honest, and, um, <laughs> and, and um, having that always growing and learning new skills about how to you know sell my artwork and keep it more stable. It's a good thing, and we'd love to see it. My visualization is 2023 is going to be a breakout year for artwork for me. The quality will improve, and my sales will reflect that. I will feel fulfillment in my designs and excited to go to the studio every single day. My life will have a healthy work balance. So that's, that's my art goals. <laughs> They're pretty ambitious, but I have systems set up for this to work, and I'm excited for it. My next category is travel. I have something really exciting coming up. So one of my goals this year for 2023 is to do an art residency. And in November of this year of 2022, I got an email saying that I was accepted into an art residency for a whole month next year. So I have already checked this off my list. Now now I have to actually go to the residency. But I was applying for residencies in 2022, looking for ones that were two weeks or a month long and places I haven't really explored very much. I love an art residency. I'm going to do an episode on how to apply to them and find them, but I'm I'm stoked. So this will be one of my major trips I take this year. Having an art residency is great for networking. It's great for expanding (laughs) your creativity. It's good for breaking you out of your habits and it's good for just your soul. At least my soul. I love to travel. So this is going to be a very exciting thing that I already get to check off my list. So heck yeah, let's go. (laughs) Another goal of mine for a travel is I want to take a family trip with my mother and my sister at the beginning of the year. We haven't done this in many years, maybe five years, taking a trip with the three of us. And I am looking forward to doing that. We already have that started to plan we're getting everything to put together. Actually, tonight we're having a meeting about what we're going to do and I'm, I'm I'm excited for that. I think it'll be good to keep bonding us together. I want to take an extended trip with my partner, with Luke, to a city I've never been before. I don't know where that will be. We haven't started planning it yet, but that's the last time we did this, we went to we went to France together and that was quite a fun trip and I think every time I travel with him, I feel more rooted in our relationship, and that's a good thing. I want to take some solo trips because I love to travel by myself. If you've never taken a trip somewhere chill by yourself before, I would highly recommend it. It's a good time. So that's something I have as an idea. I Right now I don't have a system set up for it, but my sheer desire to go places is what drives that. Here's my visualization for travel travel ignites my creativity. It soothes my soul. Restlessness is a sign that I haven't gone anywhere in too long. I always have time to travel and I will do it. And that's my visualization. I, I love to go places and I I encourage you if you have the means to, to also do it. Okay. My next category, we're getting to the end here. Family is my next one. And I've kind of gone over similar goals under the family category already today, but My big goal for this year with my family is to have monthly family dinners. I totally failed in this goal last year, and I really, really want to have family dinners once a month at my house so we can chill and bond and relax around each other. Now I just got to get them to get on my schedule, and it'll work out. Maybe the audacity of like sending them a Google invite (laughs) will do the trick. Maybe if I plan family dinners for the entire year right now, that would do it. I don't I don't know how I'm gonna get this done, but I believe in myself. <laughs> in a similar level, my my next category is my friends. I also want to host them over for dinners or have tea time or meet up for a coffee at least twice a month. Cooking for them in a group, watching a movie, relaxing around each other one-on-one, introducing them to each other is Something I I really want to encourage and cultivate. I love having a friend group that knows each other, that is established. And I like that. I like it when they hang out without me, you know? (laughs) Some people say that's sad, but I'm like, if you're hanging out with each other, that means you're actually friends and not just, you know, being nice and hanging around each other when you happen to be with me. And I like that. (laughs) I want my friends to be friends. My visualization for this is healthy friendships bring me happiness and satisfaction and taking care of them in a way by feeding them or doing fun things with them is also taking care of me and i like that my final category is my relationship there's this book that i've been wanting to read and do ever since luke recommended it to me about i don't know six months into meeting it's called eight dates and i have it on my tbr shelf my to be read shelf And I want to do it and do the eight days with him. So that is my goal for this year. Outside of, you know, traveling with him and cooking more and blah, blah, blah. (laughs) My visualization is that my partner sees me for who I am and loves me more for it. The confidence I feel with him is reflected back at me. In Luke, I see a lifelong partner. And I'm sorry that's so sappy, but it's just so true. (laughs) That's my visualization. And I think it's good to have moments like that where you're, you're visualizing what you want your life to be like in the relationship that you have. And those are my goals. Those are all of the things I want to do this year and have established in my life. <laughs> I I love writing out the goals every year in my notebook, my journal, and then putting it into my calendar and seeing the plan and the, the trick is to stick to it. <laughs> but when I when I have my goals written out like this, I will visit them three or four times during the year and I'll check off what's happened and I'll strike out anything that I no longer want, and that's okay. The best thing about goals is that they're, they're goals, they're aspirations, they're not things that you have to do. And that kind of thinking keeps you on your toes, but it also keeps you happy and it keeps you in a, in a state where you get to be creative. If you have a goal this year, I, I want to hear your goals. What, what sort of things are you hoping for in 2023? Do you make big lists like this with detailed pieces in your calendar and visualizations or do you have like one goal or are you like my sister who has like a yearly motto um i i want to i want to hear what your what your aspirations are thank you so much for listening to me ramble on about my goals for 40 minutes i appreciate you (laughs) and i hope you have a really nice day take care everyone and i'll see you next time goodbye